My name is Seth. I'll be your lovely host today, and welcome to the Zone Out podcast. I am very excited and very honored to be here today. Um, I have a few notes today. I just want to give a few introductions to myself and, you know, hopefully have a good time. Now, what is Zone Podcast? Um, well, well, Zone Out Podcast. <laughs> Zone Out Podcast's whole goal is to really just bring joy to people's faces. You know, it, you know, someone might have a bad day and, you know, not, not might be feeling so good. So, you know, if they come in and they have a laugh, that would make my entire day, you know, just making sure someone is feeling good and feeling right is one of my biggest goals of this podcast. Um, the second goal of mine is to really just use this as background noise. You know, I don't really expect anyone to come in and just, you know, like listen to this man ramble on about, oh, I don't know, something about school or his life, anything like that. No, I don't really expect that. I really expect someone just to turn this on and just put it as background noise as, you know, as they're doing something else. Now, who am I? My name is Seth, and I am a sophomore here in college. Um, technically, I was not here last year, mostly because of the pandemic going on. Um, so this is really my first time being here, and I'm actually super duper duper excited to be here right now um i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty nervous right now but you know well gonna we're gonna roll with it and you know let's just ha try to have some fun with this now who am i i well i already said that well more or less my personality um <laughs> i'm a nervous wreck most of the time but once you get to know me i'm one of the most friendliest per people you've ever met in your entire life um Harder to say for me, you know, I have some lack of confidence sometimes, but, you know, I am trying with that. Um, how would I describe myself? I am very quiet, um, but I like observing things a lot, and I feel like I have enough charisma and enough intelligence to go far in life. Um, what I dislike, um, I dislike people who are just acting fake or just, you know, Try and get some attention, you know, or clout or whatever, really, through, like, any means necessary. So, you know, that's a no-go for me if you're trying to be friends with me. Sorry. <laughs> um, some of my hobbies include, you know, basic stuff as college and sophomore would be, you know, um, just really video games at the moment and then listening to music. I, uh, I don't really have that many interests right now outside of school right now, except my job right now, which um, I work at a retirement center right now, but I will go into that in just a few moments. Um, but I am, speaking of me, um, I am also a massive nerd when it comes to comic books and video games and all sorts of that stuff. Um, I do prefer Marvel Comics um, over DC when it comes to the movies, but Strictly on uh, writing alone, DC's uh, a much, much greater read than Marvel Comics at the moment, at least. You know, it could change in the foreseeable future or, you know, just, you know, trying to... Wow, I am starting a lot. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, it's my first time doing this, so, you know, let's try to break the ice with this. Um, I am a fan of Nintendo. Um, it's my favorite video game company. I love, you know, their role model, their video game quality most of the time. <laughs> and it's just a really good gateway to people who aren't familiar with video games. Um, a really good introduction game, I would say, would be The Legend of Zelda. If you love just exploring the world or trying to figure out stuff, puzzles, dungeons, stuff like that. Legend of Zelda is a very good introduction game for that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's look at my notes real quick. Now, it says personality, hobbies, what I love, what I dislike. Comes right over to mind. You know, I've already run out of material. So let's see what we can do to entertain y'all folks for the next, eh, hopefully, hour? Hopefully. <laughs> So I'm actually going to pull up my phone right now, and we're going to take a little quiz. Um, we're going to take, I believe it's called the What's Your Love Language? And basically, what your love language is, is pretty much like, do you prefer getting gifts? Do you prefer, you know, 
physical contact or just social time. So we're gonna just look up a random like, I guess quiz online. Let's just see what we can find. So I am on my phone right now, Lug Languages quiz. Let's just see what happens. Um, we're gonna go to fivelovelanguages.com. That's just the first one that pulled up. So let's see. For couples, singles, teens, and children, take this quiz to discover your primary love language, what it means, and how you can use it to be better connected with your loved ones. When you are finished, you may print. Okay, that doesn't really matter. So let's just get started with this, folks. Okay, how would you describe yourself? Um, technically, I'm a college student, so I will class myself as adult and not a teenager. Uh, how would you describe yourself? Single or relationship? Well, unfortunately, folks, I am very single and very lonely, so we're going to pick I am single for this. Okay, the love language words is more meaningful when someone I love sends me a loving note, text, emails for no reason, or I hug someone. Now, for me, this is... Between these two, I, I, can, I am very down for both. I love it when someone sends me a note, and, you know, just texts me out of the blue. It makes me my heart warm because it feels like you know, I'm being remembered and I'm not being forgotten and hopefully, you know, not die alone. <laughs> um, but if I hug someone, it just, it makes my heart race a lot. <laughs> if I'm being real with you folks. But to be honest, I would rather prefer someone send me an email because I feel like words can have more of an impact than, you know, physical contact in my opinion. So the next up question is, I can spend alone time with someone I love, just us, or someone I love does something practical to help me out. Now, I don't really care if you do anything practical with me. I'm not the type of person to fondle over someone just because they did something for me, like, oh my god, you cleaned the house, thank you, oh my goodness. Like, no, I'm not that type of person. Um, I rather... It feels like I get closer to someone when I'm alone with them, and I'm just having a good time with it. Um, so I will go ahead and pick I can spend time alone with someone. Wow, this is going to be a long <laughs> quiz. I just realized that. But hopefully we can get it done within the hour or less. Now, someone... Okay, so here's two other options. Someone I love gives me a gift as a token of our love of concern for... Wow, that is some language. <laughs> I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with those I love. Again, I'm not really one for gifts. Like, if you give me a gift and you expect me to, like, just roll over and go to my knees and fall in love with you, like, oh, I'm not going to do that. You got to show me more than that. You got to show me, hey, what's cool about you? Like, what do you do in life, you know? So it's very obvious to me I would pick the spend un uninterrupted leisure time with those I love. All right, what's next? It's more meaningful to me when someone I love does something unexpected for me to help with a project, or I can share an innocent touch with someone I love. Okay, well... I, mm, this is a hard question for me, because it's really cool when someone does help me out, but I don't... My, my heart doesn't skip a beat when someone, like, helps me out, like... Oh my god, you helped me bust my table? Thank you, I love you so much. Like, eh, I don't know about that, really. <laughs> um, I can share an innocent touch with someone I love. Um, okay, so let's look at what does innocent touch mean real quick. So to make sure we're getting this right. Innocent touch definition. Okay. The act of touching someone innocently. Um, okay, so that means hugging, pat on the back, um, arm and shoulder. Okay, so... Hmm. Let's look at this again. I... I don't know. What I find more attractive if someone helped me out or someone gave me like a pat on the back? A pat on the back is a little weird to get flustered over, so let's just go ahead and pick someone I love that's unexpected for me because that sounds better. Now, it is more meaningful when someone I love put, puts their arm around me in public or surprises me with a gift. Now, this one's kind of lame because both these are lame like answers or choices, in my opinion. So, 
Uh, I'm just going to close my eyes. We're going to pick whatever it is. And you. Okay. It's more meaningful when I'm around someone I love, even if we're not really doing anything. I can be comfortable holding hands, high-fiving, or putting my arms around someone I love. Hmm. If I'm around someone I love, even if we're not doing anything. Um, honestly, like, <laughs> I'm very lonely at home, so whenever I'm out with, like, friends or family, people who I love, that means a lot more than just, you know, oh, hey, bro, what's up? High five? Yeah, high five, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So I'll go ahead and pick I am when I'm around someone. It is meaningful to me when I receive a gift from someone I love personally, or I hear from someone I love that they love me. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. One of my friends, um, I remember it was like, I think it was four months ago. They were uh, <laughs> very tipsy to say with the um, drinking. And I remember they sent me this audio, just, you know, they were completely staring out of their mind and weren't really speaking cohesively. They sent me an audio on Snapchat saying like, oh my goodness, Seth, I love you so much. And like, my heart, like, I instantly got, like, really flustered. So I think the obvious choice here is to um, go ahead and pick I hear from someone that they love me. I don't know, because, like, I just get really flustered by the, like, I love you. Because I don't really hear that often, to be honest. And it's very surprising and very nice when I get to, um, you know, just get to... Wait here, let me turn my volume up. There we go. Oh, wait, that's, there we go, trying to adjust my volumes, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's get back to the quiz. Um, it is more meaningful to me when I sit to someone I am, I sit close to someone I love, or I am complimented by someone I love for no apparent reason. I get very nervous when I get to, when I sit next to people who I, like, have, like, a, like, a middle school crush on, so let's just go ahead and pick that one. <laughs> Um, yep. Okay. I get the chance, I get the chance just to hang out with someone I love, or I unexpectedly get gifts. Once again, I'm not a big guy on gifts, so we'll just go ahead and pick hang out, because, you know, I prefer quality time or just getting a gift, to be honest, folks. Um, let's see. It is more meaningful to me when I hear someone tell me I'm proud of you, or someone helps me with a task. Um, this is pretty weird because I don't. Someone's proud of me. Like, who goes like up to a person and? Well, well, let's see. Let's say this. Who thinks like when someone goes up to you, like let's say like a friend or like your parent or whatever, saying like, "Son, like I'm, so, I'm so proud of you. You did so well on that test. You aced it. You studied for it." Um, that's not really romance in my opinion, and. Again, someone that loves me, that helps me with the task. I mean, it depends on the context of the situation. Like, maybe, like, they helped me with my family problems at the moment. Or, you know, I guess, like, helped me, like, clean up my house or whatever. You know, it varies. But I'm more or less would go with someone I love helps me with that task. All right, what's next? I get to do things with someone I love. Or I hear supportive words from someone I love. That's a tough one, actually, because I really do prefer when someone gives me support when I need it the most. That's, like, very attractive to me. <laughs> um, but getting things to do, well, that's a very open question. Getting things, getting stuff to do with the people I love, that's a very open question, because that could literally mean anything. But it's more attractive to me when... It shows that the person cares about you and it's willing to, you know, help you through your problems. So let's go ahead and pick that. All right. So next is someone I love does things for me instead of just talking about nice things. Or I feel connected to someone I love through a hug. Hmm. I, okay, so one of my friends, like, I'm like, I have a good skinship with them. And I'm very 
I guess they're a very huggable person, so I guess I feel more connected to them like that. Um, but at the same time, uh, if someone just does something for me instead of just talking about it, like, that's a red flag for me because, like, it shows that you're not really willing to open up about your feelings, so that's... No. <laughs> Alright, would I rather hear praise from someone I love or someone I love gives me something that shows they were really thinking about me? I'm not really one for praising. If you praise me, one, it's going to go through one ear out the other because, you know, I it's, it's very hard for me to really accept those compliments. It's It's weird for me to take compliments, honestly. I don't know why. Like, let's say, like, you say, like, oh, my God, you're so handsome, Seth. I'm just like, cool, thanks. I don't really believe it, but thanks anyway. I appreciate it. I'm so flattered. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and, hmm, I don't know, really. I'd rather, again, I'm not big on gifts, so as the, I guess, former option, we'll go ahead and pick the praise someone I love. All right, I'm able to just to be around someone I love, or I get a back. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, let's just go ahead and pick the first one because I don't want to go into that. <laughs> All right, let's see. It's more meaningful when someone I love reacts positively to something I've accomplished, or someone I love does something for me that I know that they don't particularly enjoy. Hmm. I love, hmm. I do love seeing people, I, I, I think this is what the question is trying to say. I do love when people get happy around me. I'm, I get, the happiest I get is when someone I loves, love or care about gets happy. And that makes me happy. And if they get sad, that, that makes me sad. I, I am not one to force someone to do something if they're not going to enjoy it. I, I will always ask them, like, hey, do you, do you want to do this? And if they say no, it's like, okay, cool. No, okay, yeah, we can do something else. I don't want to ever be like in a position where I put someone that I care about in an uncomfortable position. So we're just going to go ahead and pick, you know, react to something positive to something I've accomplished. All right, so I'm able to be in a close physical proximity to someone I love or I sense someone... I love showing interest in things I care about. Now, I couldn't care less if you had the same hobbies or interests in me. Uh, to be honest, like, I'd rather have someone different than me, you know? Like, like it's okay for us to, like, you know, like the same stuff or, like, have the same interests, but I feel like it's more interesting and more fun if someone doesn't have an interest like me. I can learn it and I can tell them about what I like. Alright, next up. Someone I love works on a special project with me that I have. Or someone I love gives me anxiety. Okay, this one's pretty lame, honestly. Um, I, that's like... <laughs> that's like going to like a group project and be like, oh, we're gonna like be like a married couple if we do the school project together like it's gonna work out great i'm gonna plan it out everything's gonna work out great you know so you know like that one episode of gravity falls where like dipper plans out like like dipper makes a bunch of clones of himself with a like a printer or something like that and like all the clones including himself like starts like writing a plan like a 18 step plan to like try to get windy like to like notice them or like like them or whatever but like in reality like just like flying off the scene of your pants and just talking to her works better. <laughs> so that's really not really something I attracted to, but the other half is someone gives me a gift, so we're just going to pick the first one. <laughs> now, it's more meaningful to me when I'm complimented by someone I love on my appearances or someone I love takes time to listen to me. Now, in general, looks is one thing for me, but... Looks is just pretty much a bonus. What I'm more attracted to is the personality. If you're very attractive, let's say, you know, I don't know, you're very attractive, but you have 
such a garbage, garbage personality. No way I am going to ever pursue a relationship with you because you're a bad person. Now, let's say you're not, you're quote-unquote not the most attractive person in the world. I wouldn't care less. It just, if your personality is good enough, well, I, I don't want to say good enough, but I want to say that if a personality is great, then I'm more likely to be more attracted to you. So looks are one thing, but, you know, it's all about personality for me. All right, what's next? I can share a meaningful touch with someone I love in public or someone running errands for me. <laughs> hey, yo, babe, can you, like, do this errand for me? Like, I love you. I would love you so much if you could just do my taxes. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, like, I'm not one for, like, touching him in public. Like, you know, like, hugging or, like, I guess, like, kissing in public. Like, yeah, that's not really, like, a thing. That's more of, like, a private thing to do. <laughs> So, I would rather have someone run errands for me. It's not my first choice, but I would rather do that. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love does something special to me to help me out. Or I get a gift and love and thought is put into it. Or chose by it. Uh, hmm. Someone I love does something special for me to help me out. I, again, I'm not one for gifts, but, like, if someone, like, puts their heart and soul into it, and it shows, like, that's very cool. I really like that about a person, so let's go ahead and do that. All right, let's see. Someone I love doesn't click, doesn't click, check their phone while we're talking with each other. Someone I love goes out of their way to do something to do that release pressure on me now this is actually a very tough question or a tough choice to make for me because if someone intentionally does something to mitigate you know my anxiety or my stress or my depression then i would oh my god that would be so attractive to me <laughs> um but at the same time like if they don't check their phones and they're like fully like focused on me that's also another thing but I'd rather have someone take the pressure off me when I don't realize that, like, I'm under so much stress or, like, pressure. All right, what's next? That's a very, very long... <laughs> it's, a, it's a very long quiz. I did not realize that. All right. I can look forward to a holiday because I'll probably get a gift from someone I love. Or I hear the words, I appreciate you from someone I love. Again, I'm more lenient on, I guess, like, affirmation. Words of affirmation, I guess. So let's go ahead and pick that one. All right. Someone I, have, someone I love and haven't seen in a while thinks of me and gives me a little gift. Or someone I love takes care of something I'm responsible to do, but I feel too stressed to do at the time. Once again, not big on the gift, so, you know, let's move on. Someone love me doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking. Gift-giving is a... No, gift-giving isn't really fun. Um, I don't really care if you interrupt me. I feel like it's more funny when you interrupt me. So let's say, like, I'm going on a tenter or something like that. Like, I'm ranting about something really stupid, and then, like, you cut in and make a joke or a quip. Um, that's really funny to me, so let's go ahead and pick that. <laughs> okay, so, bells. Someone I love helps me out when they know I'm already tired or I get to go with someone I love um, while spending time with them. I rather, I, I love the idea of, this is one of my goals in life, going out in the desert or something like that and then with someone I love, one or more, and just getting lost in the desert at night and looking at the stars. Sure, it could be really cold depending on which desert you're talking about, but I that's that that oddly falls in line with my philosophy. So we'll just go ahead and spend time like a road trip or something like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, it's more meaningful to me when someone I love touches my arm or shoulder uh, to show that they're concerned. <laughs> 
they they used the wrong there. Wait, hang on. Wait to show their. Con- uh, I mean, they could use either or. They they use a, a e r e i r. But I just thought that comma r e would do better. But I don't know. I'm stupid like that. <laughs> um, someone I love gives me a gift that they picked up in the course of their normal day. I. Uh, Gifts are just not it for me. So it if there is a gift you know, choice, we're just gonna skim past that. Let's see. Mm, someone I love Oops, one sec my phone crashed. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when someone I love says something encouraging or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with someone I love. Whew, boy, this is a doozy. <laughs> now, I rather would get... I'd rather get time to spend with someone, to be honest. Alright, someone I love surprised me with a small token of their appreciation. Or I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Okay, yeah, you know me. No, no gifts. That's a turn off. <laughs> Someone I love pelts me out, especially if I know they're busy, or I hear someone I love say that they appreciate me. I, I don't know why. The more the more I think about, it, the more like how much. Let me rephrase this. The more I take this quiz, the more I realize, man, these questions suck. <laughs> All right. Um, I get a hug from someone who I haven't seen in a while. Or I hear from someone I love tell me how much I mean to him or her. Um, I don't really feel anything when I hug someone I haven't seen in a long time. Like, it's good, like, to see them again and hug them, you know, because I haven't seen them in so long. But, again, words of affirmation uh, tell me, like, how much um, someone loves me. That's, that's something else. Alright, we finished the quiz. Alright, so let's see. 33% clock, 23% uh, text speech, 23% bell, 13% hand, 7% gift. Okay, so quality time. In quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so quality time's my number one, word of affirmation's my number two. Access service number three, physical touch thirteen, and not surprisingly receiving gifts at the last place. All right, that was fun. <laughs> um, I probably should get back on introducing myself now. I would turn on this camera, but like I'm very camera shy right now to maybe show you what it look like. But I'd rather not do that right now. So, I how do I describe myself? How do I look like? So I'm a very short, skinny Asian boy. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty much how I am. I'm very. I wouldn't say I'm anorexic, but I'm more or less sk- skinnier, more skinny than the average person. Um, I'm actually Filipino. Um, I'm full Filipino. There's no mix in me. Um, I'm very proud to be one, but sometimes I'm not. <laughs> um, Mostly because there are some mentalities that I don't really agree with. But, you know, I, I can look past that most of the time. Hmm. Now, how much time has been going on? I, okay, so I've been going on for 31 minutes. That's awesome. That actually lasted longer than I expected. <laughs> Let's see what other topics we can discuss. I love this little show. You may have heard of it. Um, Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball is one of those shows that I personally haven't watched in such a long time, but it's, it holds a special place in my heart because it pretty much was one of the defining shows that shaped my personality, um, showing that you know there is no limit to your growth and how you can use your growth to, I guess, let's say, be a better person. Um, one of my favorite superheroes actually would actually be Spider Man. 
Spider-Man to me is one of the most relatable characters in all fiction. Spider-Man is, depending on like which writer who's writing, like Michael Bendis. I don't know if Michael Bendis ever wrote Spider-Man, but I, I love his take on Injustice. But anyway, Spider-Man is just a little, it's just a kid. He's just a kid in the beginning who gets bit by a radioactive spider and, spider <laughs> and just becomes a superhero. At, not at first, he becomes a wrestler, his uncle gets shot. And then he becomes a uh, crime fighting superhero. But there's so many good moral lessons to be had within the character of Spider-Man, whether it be like Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Ben Riley, you know, whoever really. They all have the same philosophy where it's great power that comes with great responsibility. And that's something I have used as a base for my mentality of, you know, a long time. If there's someone in that needs help, I'll help them out. You know, it's it's hard to do the right thing, but you need to do it anyway. Oh my god, but Spider-Man's so stupid sometimes, like... <laughs> I was reading, like, some of like, the old comics of, like, him, like, having four arms because he was trying to cure himself, like... I'm like, that's so dumb, but so cheesy and healthy, that's really funny. Uh, let's see. Did you know I've almost drawn, like, three times? <laughs> like, as a kid? Okay, so, as like, I was a stupid kid growing up. Um, I wasn't, like, not, like, dumb in, like, the sense of, like, oh, yeah, you're dumb in school, or, like, you're not doing good as well in school. No, no, I'm just, like, I didn't think things through. <laughs> um, so, I remember this one time, it was, it was me, my uncle, and my aunt, and my sister. We were going to, like, their pool in their apartment, and this is back when I didn't know how to swim. I had, like, I, I used floaties when I was... A little kid I think I was like six five at the time but I remember distinctively I was so excited to get in the pool because I love the pool and my little legs just like my little fat legs just <laughs> kind of went to instinct mode and maybe run and jump and did like a cannonball in the pool right so as I was swim quote-unquote swimming back up to the surface right in my head I was like I can't swim. I can't swim. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I I, I would have 100% died if there like wasn't someone who'd do anything. Because I remember my aunt just like screaming at the tiger. And like, oh my god, save him. You need to save him. And I remember this one guy, like, I think it was like her friend or something. He grabbed me like by like, I think my, by my pants and like tossed me like on the, um, on the side of the pool, which is really, really funny. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I go to the hospital for like the dumbest reasons ever. So, I have a peanut allergy reaction. You know, I can touch them, but I can't exactly, you know, eat them. <laughs> but, long short, um, I remember this one time, it was back when my um, one of my older sisters was living with me with her boyfriend, right? So they worked at this place, you know, that, you know, their restaurant, McPizza and stuff like that, you know. And they brought home this, you know, like, container pizza, right? You know, I was like, oh, that was good. I'll have a first snack, like, tonight or whatever, right? You know, I go up, you know, waddling my way up to, like, the box, you know, blissfully unaware of my, of the transactions that were about to happen to me. I... Ate one bite of it, swallowed it, right? You know, and I started like feeling awful. Um, <laughs> I I started having a weird turn in my stomach, and I felt really itchy for some reason. I don't know why. I didn't know why at the time, but it turns out some idiot. <laughs> Some idiot forgot I had a peanut reality and put pistachios on pizza in my head. I'm just like, who, who, who puts who puts pizza who puts like pistachios on peanuts? Like, that's like such a weird converse, like weird combination of pizza. And I remember seeing my my <laughs> I I started like you know like throwing up in the bathroom right as you do with. You know, when you have another reaction, you know, varies to people, but that's how I reacted to it. 
And I remember like, okay, I just need water. I need, I drink an orange, right? I drink orange juice, drink water, ate an actual orange. And <laughs> it didn't help. Um, I don't know why. So I remember like I was throwing up. My sister was behind me, right? Holding my hair. Um, I had very long hair. She held hold it up for me. And I remember like, hey, you, she was like, Seth, like, dude, you, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm perfectly okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. And then, like, I started to feel like I was, then I started getting puffy and scratching, like, all over, the, like, my face, my back, like, near my chest and everything. So, like, I, I come up to my dad, right? And he sees me, right? And he's like, nah, you don't, like, he was like, nah, you, you don't need to go to a hospital. Like, you're fine. And, like, I remember, like, I looked myself in the mirror, and I was so, like, shocked to see, like, how puffy I got. And I remember, like, my my sister got so peeved at my dad, saying, like, of course you guys go to, needs to go to the hospital. Like, what are you thinking, you idiot? You know, she didn't actually say that out loud, but, you know, if I was allowed to use profanity on this show, um, <laughs> I would... Describe in full detail of what she said that day. But I'm not really allowed to do that. <laughs> so, like, an hour passes. Like, I'm still, like, he... My dad forcing me, like, to stay in his bed, right? To, like, you know, be okay, right? And, like, I straight up said, like, Dad, I'm gonna die if I don't go to the hospital. <laughs> and so, like... At the time, like, we had to wait on my mom, right? Because she was coming back for work, right? We had to pick her up, right? And I was, like... So, oh, I was... I felt like everything was, like, on fire it was like the craziest sensation ever and you know my mom eventually comes here she's like she's like way more calm my dad's in like a panic mode attack honestly because i don't know why my mom was just like really uncharacteristically calm about it like hmm well this is something <laughs> but i i remember going to the hospital and that's when it like started getting blurry I remember, like, going to the hospital, like, still scratching myself. They gave me, like, IV. I passed out, woke up, and, you know, a spell done, right? <laughs> and that was the ex an experience and a half, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God. Another dumb reason. Okay, so um, I used to be in marching band back in high school, right? Um, senior year, I was very, very sad that day. It was my last, you know, marching band day, my last football game, technically. And it was just like, man, I'm I'm graduating. Like, I'm growing up. And <laughs> I used to have a... In senior year, I used to have a very, like, crutch knee for Red Bull, right? I, like, could not stay up at all during, like, fresh, like, senior year. I was just, like, always, like, hazy, tired. So, like, I started drinking Red Bull, and it, it started becoming, like, crack. Um, because, like, it was, like, I need this. Like, I need this, like, really bad. I need this to stay awake. But I remember, like, I was particularly sad that day. You know, everything's ending, and I felt like, you know, I was like, man, I really have nothing to do after this. Like, you know, after it all ends. So there's, like, this target next to, like, my my high school, right? So, like, I, I went down before school started, you know. Get, you know, went to, like, one of those, like, fridges. Went up to the, like, self-checkout aisle. And bought, I think it was a eight ounce bottle and then a sixteenth, sixteen ounce bottle. And <laughs> I remember like I drank it like really, really fast. Like keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, like there was no like no food in my stomach. Like I was very tired. I just got off from like doing like heavy physical activity from like the morning. Um, workout with my band and, you know, going out with the show one last time before everything ends that night. So, three periods go by, right? You know, nothing normal. You know, I just casually drink, like, way more Red Bull than I was supposed to. And I, I remember, I think it was either third or fourth period where I started just, like, I was like, man, like, what's happening? Like, I feel, like, really crappy and stuff like that, right? So, <laughs> I I distinctly remember like throwing up in the bathroom. Like, I don't know why all my my both of my stories involve throw up, but rolled in. 
but I remember my story. Um, it was, I went to the bathroom, threw up. No, okay, I'll feel better now, right? Uh, then eighth period comes, and like, okay, I threw up. I was constantly throwing up throughout the entire day. Didn't know what was wrong with me. Didn't put two and two together. I drank 28, you know, ounces of Red Bull like an idiot. <laughs> um, so my eighth grade teacher, not eighth grade teacher, eighth grade, eighth period teacher, um, she was like, it's like, okay, go to the nurse, right? And, like, okay, went down the nurse. They, like, you know, like, gave me, like, a few minutes to lay down. I don't know what they did to give me or anything like that. But, like, they said, like, hey, like, if you feel bad, just, like, don't go to the game tonight. Like, you, like, you cannot go to the game tonight. And, like, on my head, I was like, ah, I'm fine. You know, because, like, you know, I threw up again. You know, I felt better again. And then um, I got on the bus, you know, with my clarinet, you know, my, my uniform, you know, my, my hat case. And... I remember halfway through the the bus ride to the football game, I started getting really annoyed really fast, and like everything like got really blurry, and like my head felt like it was on fire, and like my chest felt like it was just gonna fizzle out. People were being so loud. It felt like it felt like you're in a wind turbine, and someone is constantly like punching you in the face, like winds blowing your face, and you're constantly getting punched in the face. That's how it felt like when, like, so many people were, like, talking very loud. And when we got to, like, the football stadium, the football stadium, um, I, I looked like I was just pale and about to die. You know one of those, like, aliens from, like, uh, Crystal of the Skull, right? Like, the, that really, like, bad, like, CGI alien from Indiana Jones, right? I, I was so pale, and I wasn't breathing right. And I remember, like, all the parents, like, very worried. So, like, they called, like, you know, like, the ER emergency and stuff like that, right? Um, they took me in, you know, gave me scans, right? And they said, like, hey, it's your choice to, you know, stay here, you know, stay on the sideline, you know, don't really do anything. Or you can go in the hospital to make sure. And I'm just like, yeah, let's, we should probably, like, why even give me a choice? Just give me, give me to that hospital, like, now, like, now, <laughs> um, but I got to the hospital and it was so hard to walk. I had to like the the emergency room guy, you know, you know, from uh the car hospital, whatever the uh paramedic car, right? He had to like legit like hold my hand and like had to like get on the weight scale and like do stuff like that. And so I remember like they got me to like the children's hospital area kind of in that area right but they gave me like an adult size teenager size bed and oh god i started like blowing my eyes out because like man i really messed up like i messed up like my last game like not seeing anyone for like the last time in that vibe but and then my parents showed up like my dad was like worried a little bit but my mom was like really calm and <laughs> They, the doctor, like, you know, did scans on me, like, on my heart, you know, make sure there's nothing wrong. Um, they told my parents this, that the lady was like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, chest inflammation from, like, lots of, like, physical activity and stuff like that. And on my head, I was like, and, like, I was like, mm-hmm, yep, like, nodding my head, yeah, yep, that's totally what happened, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I probably should have told this, but, like, I told, um... <laughs> I told the uh, doctors that like, oh yeah, I, I uh, they were like, did you like do anything for it? I didn't bring up the Red Bull like whatsoever. It was like, in my head, I was like, man, I'm gonna like get in so much trouble if I if I uh, tell them about this because like I'm gonna feel so dumb if my parents ever found out about it. But you know, I eventually told them like after the hospital, right? But that's more or less like just trying to save my own hide and not feel embarrassed about myself, even though, you know, I could have died, but I don't know. I didn't want to be embarrassed. I didn't want my masculinity to be, like, broken like that. <laughs> um, but long story short, folks, don't ever be like little old me. Don't ever drink more ounces than humanly possible with any energy drinks. 
unless you want to go to the hospital, make everyone worry about you, and feel like a complete and absolute fool. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else. Let's look at my notes, because that was actually kind of a long story. I didn't expect to last almost an hour. Let's see if we can make the hour mark. We're currently at 47 minutes. And I'm going to try my best to hit that 60 mark, or 5.55, or something like that. <laughs> I used to have this crazy, crazy phase with this one video game character called... Sonic uh, Hedgehog. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I remember I... I think, like, I first, like, found... I first, like, played a game of him, right? I was like, man, I'm instantly... Like, this is, like, the banger. This is the bomb. This is, like, the best video game franchise of all time. It, it, it really isn't. <laughs> and I remember... Oh my god. I was so annoying as a kid. Saying, like, I'm a... This is all started in the... Um, in my elementary school days, and it continued on until like I think sixth grade is when I stopped. I was, oh my god, I, we've all had that thing that we obsessed obsessed over, and we regret we obsessed over. Sonic was was that because I didn't realize how bad and mediocre most of his games are, and I wasted and I wasted my parents' money buying me figurines, the comics, the stuffed animals, and all the bad games. I felt like, I'm just like, Sad, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to them? <laughs> I'm like, every time I look back on that, I'm just like, God, I just like want to like punch my like younger self. I'm like, stop being this dumb. Like, stop being this cringy. <laughs> Funny thing is, is that, you know, like, I don't know if y'all seen the song, the Hedgehog, like, movies, like, you know, like, in theaters and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how, like, it, it always comes back to haunt me. Um, the release date for the second movie is the same day for my birthday. And I told my sister, I remember it was on Instagram, I, I told her this, like, it's always connected, and I don't understand it. I was just, okay, let me back up the mic so, like, you don't hear this, but... I was like, why is it always like this? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a repressed memory. I would, a repressed childhood fondness that I really hate bringing up, but I find it's funny to talk about anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm looking around this room right now, this room I'm in. And it's very nice looking. There's a bunch of posters and stuff like that. You know, there's a bunch of Marvel movies, a bunch of Disney movies, stuff like that. So I'm trying to get used to the setup, you know, trying to grow, trying to grow my confidence, you know, stuff like that. Hmm. What's the best MCU film? I just thought of that. Oh, that's very hard because, well, let's make this easier on myself. Is Infinity War better or Endgame better? Now, they both are very, very good films. You know, every character is portrayed well. Every actor is always on point. You know, Thanos is always was a great, great villain um, throughout those two movies. But what was better as, like, a standalone movie? Personally, to me, I feel like Infinity War was a better paced and structured movie, mostly because... I feel like the end game, you know, time travel was like it made things more complicated. It felt like you had to watch everything beforehand. With but like with the end game, you don't really have to have like the greatest knowledge on MCU movies or just have a good knowledge on any of these characters in general because you could. It's just a good hop in movie. Like any like kid who just you know happens to watch Endgame as their first like Marvel movie can be like, oh my goodness, it's Spider Man! Like he's my favorite superhero. And, and, you know, he just stop sales. And, oh my god, is that Iron Man and Captain America? Why does Captain America have a beard? <laughs> but, like, with Endgame, you had to really, like, pay attention. Like, Infinity War, to me, is more or less a turn-off your brain movie. Don't get me wrong. Endgame has, like, the probably one of the best climaxes of any movie I've ever seen with, like, all, like, the Marvel, hero, Marvel heroes fighting, like, Thanos' army in, like, one last stand. 
you know, like Captain America picking up Mjolnir and like, you know, like the amazing portrayal of like depressed fat Thor. That was so great. But like as like a film itself, it it kind of struggles in my opinion. And it's middle point to its beginning point. As the beginning point, it's it, it starts it's very slow in the beginning, but as it wraps up and you know builds up and builds up, you know that's when it finally gets very very good. But in Infinity War, it's just it, it's constantly going up the entire time. Like there's no slow part. It just like you keep going. It keeps going, and that's the part I like more about the movie. It just feels like it's more on the rails. Not to say like a movie is bad if it's slower paced or like has quiet moments. No, like it's they're. There are movies who literally have quiet moments that are better than most of their action movies. Um, but I have about two minutes left before I got called as a wrap. And yeah, um, I was, this was a good first try for me. I feel like I, I was trying to push myself for the hour long mark. I'm trying to not be awkward or stutter it but you know it's my first time doing this i saw this on my college tour and i'd be like okay that's fun and then like jack was like oh yeah you're in i was like what oh i didn't i didn't think i would get this far <laughs> yeah okay so like the way i found this was um i was uh going on a campus tour because you know i have um two in-person classes here and the rest are online for me and i <laughs> We went down to like the uh, studio, the new studio over here, um, in the in the E building. I, I don't know what this building called yet, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, and I saw this flyer. I was like, "Oh, cool, a podcast, like radio show. Like, you know, I'll try it out." I was like, "Cool." Like in my head, I'm like, "Oh, cool. I'm gonna join a podcast. It's gonna be great." And with other people, I'm like, "No, I'm by myself. <laughs> I am straight up by myself." <laughs> but um, it's. It was such a joy to do this, honestly, and I hope I get to do this more often. Hopefully, Friday's open for me. Um, hopefully, because I, I would like to do this more often, but uh, to be honest, uh, if it doesn't open up, Tuesdays are probably my only chance to do this, but I will enjoy every single second of this. And it looks like that's about all the time we need, folks. Um, well... This has been fun, and I hope all of you had a blessed good day, and hopefully I can do this more often this year-round. Um, thank you for listening to the Zone Out podcast. I have been your host, Seth, and I hopefully you will have a blessed day. Have a good one.